at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your day. Welcome back, Mousecapades listeners. I'm here with Tim and with Nick, and we are excited for Tim to report back to us from his happy, happy, damper dan days. Damper? Dapper dan days. <laughs> I got tongue-tied, sorry. He was very dapper, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Uh, Miles was dapper, are you kidding me? New Miles is dorks. That kiddo, awesome. He was adorbs. I especially liked his picture yeah. on the um, mine ride. Oh, on the mine train. The mine oh, train. that was you know, petrified. I gave, yeah, I gave him crap for that. You know. Did you? Oh yeah, I showed him. I showed him his picture, and then Colin's of Colin googly eyed, smiling and laughing, <laughs> and his picture. Now he claims the sun was in his eyes. Oh, that's okay. what he told me. Now he's a smart kid. I'm in class. He's a bright kiddo. So he said it very convincingly. Though. Well, I said. Hey, who told you you could go to Disney without us? And he just looked at me for a second like, who told me I'm taking you? It was hilarious. <laughs> Miles Rocks, I, I absolutely love the picture you have up on the blog of him leaning up against the fence with his little uh, fedora. fedora and his, his vest, his Dapper Dan vest at the, I think, I believe you're at the hub and you're looking at Cinderella's castle. And it's just, it's, it's a really, really cute picture. That's the type of picture you could hang up. Yeah. In your house, right? Blow it up, hang it up. Yeah, that was early morning for their new rope drop, the new welcome show. We wanted to make sure we got there plenty early uh, enough to get a good view of that and check out the new show and get some pictures down Main Street. And were they dapper? They were not. Pull up that picture on on your computer. Pull up the magicalmouse.com. Scroll down. There's a special love number. On someone's back. That's There's a love number? Oh, yeah, love number. You'll see it. I'm on this. Yeah. <laughs> you see it? I noticed that, too. <laughs> you did. I should have photoshopped that up. Oh. That's awesome. I would... I, I don't know. For all of us that were born that year, you yeah. know, it's all good. Summer of 69. You're nope. that old? Seriously. <laughs> you brought it up. That was rude, though. I, I didn't you were say I was old. No, I, I told you, you how old I was. I was born the last two months of that year. Oh. Well, okay. Sorry. Yep. I'll be collecting retirement next year. Just kidding. All right, so your trip. <laughs> Dapper Dan trip. Did you eat some popcorn? Because that's the most important part of the You song. know what? We didn't. And I took the popcorn bucket down because we've talked about that you yes. know, a while back. I was like, oh, I'm going to take my, my bucket down. I'm going to get the refills. Miles didn't want popcorn not one time. Oh, <laughs> but I'll tell you what that popcorn bucket is good for, and I'm going to take it every trip from here on out. It is good for buying cookies, putting
putting cookies in, like the last night you're there, you put the cookies in there, you put it in your luggage, and the cookies come home intact. Oh, yeah. So that's what I did for the wife and, and the two older kids who didn't get to go. I bought some cookies and brownies, threw them in there. Perfect. And I checked that bag. It went through TSA and security. Oh, and TSA checked the bag, and they didn't steal my cookies. Good deal. So, yeah. I'm going to take it every time. It was perfect. So I was very sad. Roll back to Andrew's trip report, right? Okay. From last week. Um, we had a whole topic conversation of popcorn, and I had to cut it out. Yeah. I had to cut it <laughs> just out. Just didn't for, fit. For other reasons, but yeah, it just didn't fit. But we had this, you know how I love popcorn listeners, and we had this great conversation about popcorn, but it just didn't fit, and I had to cut that out. But glad to hear if you use the, the popcorn tub that you can place your cookies in there and they come back just fine. Yeah, because it's the right diameter for those big cookies that they right. sell. Well, and the big giant brownies. So yeah, it was perfect. Awesome. All right, Tim, so you're up. I'm up. Yeah, you're up. Tell us about your trip. So it was a pretty short trip, really. Right? It's four days. This is going to have a lot of crickets in the background, this one. No, this is going to be perfect. So we had four days. We were down there. It was me and Miles. I'm adopting him. And so this was kind of our father-son adoption celebration trip, even though that doesn't happen for a few more weeks. But it just so happened it was Dapper Day's weekend. And this was his second trip ever. And so, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, I got down there. We stayed at the Pop. And we went straight to Epcot like I always do every trip. We landed, got on the Magical Express. We uh, had a little bit of a couple issues with the express one one bus broke down and we had to change and then oh, we, that happened to us yeah so we got to the uh, we were headed to the resort and you know they stop at multiple resorts to drop people off well the first one was aoa so I, we you know with it being right next to pop i thought well we're not we don't need to go to ours we just need to get to a bus so we can get to the park so we got off and of course now Mind you, the bus had already broken down and we had to switch once. But we got off, we got in line, and they canceled the buses to Epcot. There was no no buses running that route. So I said, okay, well, we'll just go take it to the Magic Kingdom. We'll take the monorail, because he really wanted to take the monorail. And we'll just take it over to TTC, swap monorails, and we'll head over to Epcot. Two hours later, we finally got to Epcot. Twice, the monorails broke down, and we. What it was was people leaning up. Well, I guess they didn't technically break down, but people were leaning against the doors. And when you lean against the doors, there's a safety mechanism that stops the monorail. No matter where you're at, it just stops it. And so here we were hovering in the middle between. Uh, Grand Floridian. Where were we? Like, yeah, not even the Grand Floridian. We were at the Magic King between the Magic Kingdom and the TTC. Okay. And so we're just hovering there, 20 feet up in the air, and they couldn't figure out what was, you know, which door it was. And it's not like the engineers can just walk right. outside and and try and figure it out or nothing. It out. You know, I mean, so he, they're telling people over the intercom system, shake, you know, everybody wiggle the doors a little bit and let's see if we can get it to reconnect. And I mean, it was the craziest thing, but. We ended up missing two or losing out on two of our fast passes because I had them booked. The first one was booked like an hour and a half after we la- um, after we landed, 
So I figured that's because you have an hour's window. I figured, okay, that's two and a half hours. That's plenty of time. And then our second one was immediately after. And it was for Soren and it was for living on the land. And by the time we got to Epcot and we we changed, I was able to change the Soren, cancel the one, change the Soren. I want to say it was like 145 to 245. We got to Soren at 245. Like we checked in the last minute. And I know that they give you a little bit of grace period, but we were rushing. And so our trip got off to a little bit of a bad start, but we really had a lot of fun that day. It was hot. It was like 95 degrees. And but he was a trooper. He made it through the whole day. And and that's something else I should mention. He this was the first trip I've ever taken, just me and one of my kids at this age. And he's seven years or he'll he's six. I guess he'll be seven next year. But he was a trooper. He made it through, and I was I didn't have to carry him like you have to carry Colin. You know, he right. didn't want that at all. Well, we're not going to do that this year. <laughs> well, I was we surprised. I, I was surprised because I really thought that he was going to want to be carried a little bit and wasn't going to be able to make it because our flight left at 7 a.m. And so you have to be at the airport by a little after 5 in the morning. Sure. Yeah, they, they expect you to be there like an hour and 45 minutes, I think, right. before your flight. And so since we're checking bags, you know, I got there a little bit earlier because for whatever reason, there's always a big line right there at Frontier. Well, the reason is, is they do... Um, charters they fly charters down to like havana now and the bahamas and san juan and so every morning there's a big vine there but he really was great he he didn't complain at all and and made it through that entire day we did soren we did turtle talk we did everything over there in the lands and then headed straight to the world showcase so did he get to speak to crush on turtle talk he did get to speak to Crush. He got to ask a question because a little, another little boy got scared. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he loved it. He got to do a lot of things that he didn't get to do last year on his trip. And uh, so how, I was happy. How did he like living with the land? Because we just he, finished we finished a unit on, you know, I guess the... the growing plants. Well, well, yeah, the plant cycle, you know, like just the cycle of a plant and all right. sorts of the seed, you know, and everything else and incorporating the water cycle with that as well. Uh, but So we just finished a unit on that and then went in right into animals and their habitats and how it all interacts with one another, right? So did he really grab to living with the land? I don't know if he did or not. Okay. We didn't talk about it and he just kind of stared and looked around. Okay. But yeah, I... He he did say that he wanted to do the behind the seeds tour. Is yeah, that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, behind the seeds. But we just didn't have time to do it by then. By that, then. That's free, right? Uh, is it? I thought it was maybe twenty bucks. Okay, what's well, cheap? I don't know. I didn't look into it, but yeah, it, it's if anything, it's cheap. So, I you know this trip was short, and I was really trying to fit a lot of stuff in. And looking back now, I wish I would not have. I wish I would have added a day for him. And, uh, I, in fact, I tried adding a day, and it was just going to be outrageous. You know, just to switch air, your air travel, you know, by moving a day here or there, it's ridiculous. You know, it's more than what the price of the ticket was round trip. So we ended up not doing that. And I, I've already told him we're going to do another trip, just the two of us. And 
know, that was the fun thing. We got to the hotel that night, and I was like, oh, he was trying to get ready for bed and, and whatnot. And I could tell he was tired. And he was really having a lot of problems, you know, getting his pajamas and his sleep shirt and stuff on. I was like, dude, just sleep in your underwear. It's a guy's. <laughs> you know, it's a man's trip. Nice. And, uh, you know, I could tell that he was a little nervous about that because he's never had that really before. <laughs> But he was, by the second day, he was all into it. You know, he's like, oh, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to fart. That's you know, a huge that kind of step, stuff. dude. Yeah. Sleeping just your undies. So it was, you know, it was exciting. But we did the World Showcase and took Vicky's advice, you know. And you did drink it around the world with Miles. <laughs> yeah, right. And Can my advice imagine? was, <laughs> I don't remember my advice. The candy, right? The candies? No, no, no. Taking the boat. Oh, oh yeah. So what we did was we did the world. And, oh, we did the Easter egg hunt, even though Easter had passed. Sure. We did that. And uh, for dinner that night, we went to the French bakery, and I let them get a bunch of danishes and desserts. And For dinner? For dinner, yeah. Awesome. And he had I, cold frost. He'll never want to go with us. Pub? Yeah. He's well, never my wanna... liver, you know, that's probably the best, not the best thing for me. He'll never want to go with Allison because she'll make him eat real food. Well, so that was the thing. If, I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram or not, but I... I posted the picture of the plate of pastries that we got. And I was like, you know, yeah, when when you're on vacation with Dad, this is what you get for dinner. <laughs> that is and awesome. How did Allison respond to that? She thought it was great. She didn't care. Awesome. I mean, the kid's so skinny. He's skin he and bones. He is. He, you know, our two-year-old is like six pounds lighter. I was going to say, he, he's a pretty big guy. He, I saw him the other night. Yeah, he's big. So... I. I don't think she minded too much. You know, it's vacation too, and they say that calories don't count at Disney. They do not. So I wish. Did you take him to Germany and get him some caramel corn with the Werthers? We did. We went over there and we bought a bunch. Well, so that's where we bought a bunch of cookies. <laughs> bought the cook. He wanted cookies with the the caramel on top. For what he didn't want popcorn. And I I don't know. I don't get it. He he was excited about trying the popcorn because he's heard Nick talk about it and he's heard us on the podcast talk about it. And he knows I love it, but he just never wanted the popcorn. So, anyway, there's so many choices there. There is. You I know, mean, really, it's hard anywhere. Nick would pick the churro over the popcorn some days. Sure. Yeah. No, popcorn's definitely a Magic Kingdom thing for me. Right. And well, I like it there at Epcot too because you can get the different flavors. You can, but I also like I like going around and snacking on the candies over in the showcase. Oh yeah. No, that's fine. So that's my thing. The, the uh, Japanese, they'll have some weird candy. Well, and you know, they've got their... I can't think of the name of the, sh- the store. Mi- Mitsubatsuki or yeah. whatever it Seaweed is. Seaweed is not a candy. But that place is about <laughs> closed down. They're doing a lot of refurbishment over really? there. Really? They are. I was really disappointed, and so I wanted to take Miles in there. That you place know, was huge. Well, it is huge, but they've got like one little section right where the oysters are, and you can get your pearl. But the, and then in the very back where the candy section is, everything else is pretty much closed. Yeah, it, it was pretty uh, closed down when we were there. But my kids like, and all it is is Jello in a cup. Do you see those? They're in a little bag, and you get different flavors. Little bitty cups of Jello with the you know that you peel back. A Jello shot. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> but that's considered a candy in in uh, Japan. Right. And actually, our friends. That adopted from Nicaragua, they call that candy too because they wanted to share their candy with us. And I'm like, this is Jello, <laughs> but um, but that would be fun 
for your kids to try. Japanese, and by far, I believe, have the most variety of candy. Like, now I'm not talking about the showcase. I'm talking about in general. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Blows us out of the waters. Well, they've got, like, hundreds of varieties of Kit Kats. Oh, I know, right? All the different flavors. Green tea Kit Kat. Did you see that one? They have a lot of green tea candy. Well, there's a guy that I work with who went on vacation a few weeks back. He went to Tokyo, and he brought back a big, giant bag. They went to a Tokyo Kit Kat, not factory, but, like, just Kit Kat store. And he brought back a giant bag of these small, sample-sized Kit Kats for everybody to try. And some of them, they had, like, sake-flavored. I couldn't try Uh. any of them, you know, because of my diet that I'm on. But some of them just looked awful. You know, like, why? who thinks of this stuff? I'd like to try it. So... Let me ask you this. I told you to take Miles over and take two shots of Beverly. Gross. You didn't do that to him, did you? Tell me you took two shots of Beverly of that Italian goodness. Nope. No? We did not do it. Oh, I'm gonna but take, I can't have I'm soda. I'm taking Colin over there. You're just Aaron, And I'm going to fill up two shots of each and say, okay, I know you can pound the first one, but it really shows character if you can pound the second one. Oh, that stuff is nasty. It is the most disgusting soda. I don't know. I did the, and you can read about it in my reviews on the on the website. But I did the the international tastes around the world over at the Coca Cola um, at Disney Springs, the Coca Cola rooftop, and they should have had Beverly. Beverly, there, right? Beverly yeah, yeah. is on that list, but there is one. I think it's called Sunfin, and, and I don't remember where that's at, where that's from. Let me tell you, it was worse than the Beverly. I would drink Beverly all day compared to this thing. It was awful. Uh, Called Sunfin? Sunfin. Uh, Sunfill Mint. Sunfill sun fil- sun Mint. Sunfill Mint. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it was worse than mouthwash. You know, mouthwash has that minty flavor. Sure. Oh, my, it, my stomach hurt for hours after that. It was awful. The Beverly was not... It didn't even come close. It was like drinking fruit punch compared to this. But okay. it's just crazy. These different flavors... Because there are people... I have another friend who's from the Netherlands. And he he lives down there in Orlando. And he has an annual pass. He loves the Beverly. Really? Loves it. You know, so it just tell you know Everyone's goes to taste show. Everyone's are different, man. Yeah, how different people are from different parts of the world. I can't figure out where the sun filament is from, but I did find out your behind the seats tour. Fourteen dollars for adults and ten dollars for children. By the way, oh, that's not bad. <coughs> yeah, not bad at all. It's basically free. Well, it's talking just Disney a terms. couple hours, right? Yeah, Disney terms. That's free. Yeah. Now I wish we would have had the time to do it. So I have no idea where this stuff's from. I have it written down somewhere. I do not have that on the in my review, though. Okay. All right, but so anyways, you, over, you checked out. Yeah, we went over to uh, the World Showcase. So we went over to the World Showcase and started in Mexico. Took him to Three Caballeros. He had never been in there. And, do you like and that? He loved it. Djibouti. That's oh. where it's from. <laughs> we should have remembered that. You should have known. <laughs> we should. And where is Djibouti? It's a Middle Eastern country. Yeah. Of course. I visited it frequently. <laughs> yeah, right next to armpit. <laughs> and a-hole. Because that's what it's like in the Middle East. Trust me, I lived there for a while. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, so you've been to Djibouti. Okay, I see. It's and named after him. Multiple times. Nice. Okay. 
But so yeah. you're over in the World Showcase. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to do some some different things with them over there. You know, things they didn't get to do on his last trip. So we did the three Cavaleros and the egg hunt. I love that ride. I can't wait to take Colin on that one. It's fun. It's cute. It's a fun ride. And I'm tired of hearing people complain about how, in, you know, politically incorrect it is. And What's politically you know, incorrect about it? Jose. Yeah. They're saying Jose. Jose. Is that why they're getting rid of him at the Tiki Room? Is that true? Or is I, that rumored? That, that that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. And there's rumor they're getting rid of Tiki? Well, that's what Vicky was saying. I... I but I didn't research it deeply, so I'm very sorry. I will oh, research it deeply for next week. But, yeah, that's what that lady said. She goes, you know, that gondola started as a rumor. Yeah, I mean, but a lot of stuff That made me sad to take rumors. that. That's like a, that's a walk icon to me. I think it doesn't. I don't think it's going. There's no yeah, way it's going. I don't going. either. It's not going. The lines for it are still pretty long. You know, that's one thing that he wanted to do was the Tiki Room. And I was like, no, I'm not waiting for an hour to go into Tiki Room. Oh, my gosh, really? You know? Yes. That's crazy. It was insane. Well, but what it was was it was a hundred degrees out there. Oh, so everybody wanted. So to get... everybody's trying to just go inside. That's why you yeah. go see the um, Country Bears Jamboree. Oh, we did that. Yeah, I'll get to that. Okay. But anyways, but we went around the world showcase, and then, uh, like I said, we took the boat over to Hollywood because at this point I didn't want to walk him a mile and a half back up to the front of the park, get on a bus, and head home. So we. You know, it's great advice. That that's how I think we're going to do it from now on. Is we start in the front of the park, work our way all the way around the back, take the the boat through the resorts and uh, over to Hollywood Studios, and then it's a short walk to your bus from there. Take it to the resort. You know, it. it I think it's longer, maybe, but when you factor out that walk, because. It's an hour, or it's a mile and a half. So when you take that out, it's a mile and a half from the back of the showcase all the way to the end. A mile yes. and a half. No, I knew buses. that. I just love the um, the boat ride and getting to see all the stuff that you don't normally get to see. That's one of the things. But yeah, I knew it was a long walk. I didn't know it was a mile and a half, but I knew it was long. Yeah, and it's not crowded. It wasn't crowded at all. No, it wasn't when we took it either. I just don't think a lot, I think a lot of people think you have to stay at one of those resorts back there to use that boat. And so I don't really publicize that except for doing it on the show. <laughs> well, but that's, the thing is, it's going to be changing because that's where the gondola is going to be dropping you off. Oh, really? Yep. That's where the gondola is going. Hmm. So I don't know how they're going to wear exactly over there, but you're going to use that the, um, the international entrance. Oh, bummer. I hope they don't get rid of it. For the boat? No, for the no, gondola. So for the gondola. Yeah. Well, I mean, the boat well, the boat and the gondola is being the same spot, though, you think? Well, right. And so what I'm saying is it, you're, it's going to be a lot busier. People are sure. going to start realizing that they can go and use that. Yeah. So I don't know that I would ever take the boat in the morning and then walk from the back all the way to the front of Epcot and then back to the back. I think it's a one, for me anyways, I'm going in one entrance and then I'm leaving out of the other. Well, they let you take it in the morning because I know they they don't they stop you at certain point at a certain point. No, they let you take it in the morning. Um, the one morning I can't remember what the deal was. Oh, it wasn't extra magic hours at Hollywood Studios, and we wanted to get there was extra magic hours at Epcot, so we took the so bus. Right. But they only had two security scanner thingies open, and so the line was forever. Been Napoli? Yeah. No, they're not. Over. No, we didn't go there. Okay. No. We just went to the French bakery. Got it. Yeah. Miles really wanted to try some sushi, and that was Yum. another problem. 
there was no sushi available in Japan. And so to kind of make up for that, I bought them extra pastry. <laughs> Did you go yeah. in the little quick serve place up on the, it's up the hill. I yeah. Remember. Oh, any. I had it there before. Yeah, I wonder no, if they got they rid of it. That was any. two Christmases ago. Get yourself but. a little maple uh, sucker. We did not go over to Canada. There's nothing in Canada to do. There isn't. Canada, they kind of... First off, Canada's up on that hill, you know? I mean, it's beautiful up it, there. It's kind of offset, kind of isolated. And catty corner from the uh, the pub. Um, oh, yeah, Rose and Crown. Very good. So it's right up there with... Uh, you have the uh, totem poles. Right. But... You go in there, there really isn't anything in there. They have some t-shirts, some candy. No, right. it's, a, it's a very short... Some maple leaf shirts. It's yeah. about as yeah, it's about as big as this classroom. You know, it's crazy. It is sad. I need to get a maple Poor sucker, Canadians. though. If you're listening, I feel, feel sorry for you. Yeah, no, we didn't go over there to Canada or Great Britain. They're just... Go Sins, by the way. Isn't that their show, though, <laughs> that's in front? They have people come and sing from Canada. Do the totem pole sing? No, not... That'd be th- really cool <laughs> if they did. It would be cool, but that's not what I'm talking about. Like, They're right new. down there's that bandstand. Is that... That's right. I thought did. that was yeah. part of Canada. Yeah, I think they bring them in. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. So we took the boat and went home. Okay. And so, yeah, you know, Vicki, you're right. I, that was... Drive, or Taking the boat back that way was one of the deciding factors, because I'm going to be back in September. Uh, I'm going to stay at the uh, Swan and Dolphin. And that was one of the deciding factors was that I can just jump on the boat or walk, really, Yep. to Ooh, Epcot. He duck, that's right. You are Stan Swan and Dolphin. Yeah. Is that for work? Uh, it's a work trip, yes. But I'm going down early and staying late. Yeah. That's Allison's coming down. That was one of the hotels authorized. It's a Marriott hotel. Well, it's not. Um, but it's not. doesn't work with the Disney dining plan. Actually... I put everything in for it and got was prompted saying if I go ahead and upgrade to a package, I can get the free dining. From the Swan and Dolphin? Because it's never yep. offered. Yep. It's weird. Hmm. But this year they changed it all up, you know? <laughs> Everything's changed. It's weird. But I, it doesn't make sense for me to do it. I'm not buying a five-day pass, you know, for myself. Right. So. Well, all right. So you, so you went back to the resort so, and miles. Hey, dude, you can sleep in your underwear, brother. Yeah, we ended up going swimming that night and... Just having a good time. And uh, the next morning was Hollywood Studios. And we don't... He did not want to go to Animal Kingdom at all. And so we were going to do Epcot, Hollywood, Magic Kingdom. And we woke up and, and I don't know if this was just because he was tired still from the day before or whatever. But we got to we got to Hollywood Studios for Rope Drop. And we, he had been having problems with his Magic Band. It wasn't working. Everything was linked together, but it wasn't working. And so I kept having to use the, the solid or the, uh, the hard ticket, you know, that I got. But when it came time for fast passes, they just would let us go through. You know, he, he, he would scan and it wouldn't work. And so they would just let us go through. And so real quick, while we got there, I said, okay, let's go try and get this straightened out. Right. So we went into guest relations. Real nice young lady helped us out. And Miles, you know, she was talking to Miles and, and asking him if he had fun. And, of course, you know, little kids are honest, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm having lots of fun, but I got to, I missed a couple things I wanted to do yesterday because my thing wasn't working. And he, he was. He was disappointed by it. Um, and so, anyways, she was like, well, let me take care of that for you. And so we got a little bit of, of Disney magic 
and some pixie dust. She gave us three free fast passes for that day and three more for the next day at Magic Kingdom each. Any ride we wanted didn't have didn't have to worry about the tiered system or anything. Just whatever you, ride you want to go on, you can go do. And so we were, I was stoked, right? You know, they don't just give, well, I mean, they do, but it's not every day that you get free fast passes, right? So I had the day planned out. We were going to sign him up for the Jedi training. We get over there. There's like five people in line. And he's like, nope, the line's too long. I'm not doing it. It's okay. So we went and did Star Tours real quick. And that's quick. a very extremely short line. Yes, yes. So he did Star Tours real quick because he wanted to do that. It's never five people leave. No, I it's know. It's more like 500 I know that because we well, brought a boy that went. We got out of Star Tours and there was maybe 10 people in line. I said, are you sure you don't want to sign up? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Okay. And so he was in this mood already where I could tell that this was going to be a rough day. You know, like he had been tired. And so as the day went on and we kept doing different rides and stuff or that morning i guess he he kept changing his mind and he changed his mind about the doing the jedi training and doing the rocking coaster leading up to this he did not want to do the rocking coaster then that morning he wanted to do it so i didn't have a fast pass but i figured okay we have free ones i'll use those and so he would go back and forth between the two and finally i said you know what Let's just go to lunch. We had a sci-fi dine-in lunch scheduled. And you figure out what the heck you want to do, and we'll do it. You know, I was getting frustrated. And we he was the chef of the day, or chef of the hour, and had a lot of fun. And, and I, he said, you know what, Dad? I want to do the Jedi training, and I want to do the uh, rock and coaster. And I said, okay, you're not changing your mind again. This is it. We're going to go do it. So we get over there to do Jedi training, sign him up. And the lady's like, yeah, we have a few slots open still. And he says, you know what? I don't want to do. I want to go back to the hotel tonight and I want to rest. I don't want to, because by this point, it's like six o'clock. You know, you're doing these at six and seven. And so I was okay with that because we were going to go down to Disney Springs and I didn't want that to interfere with those plans. And so I was like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll let this slip. You know, we'll just go and make a lightsaber for you, right? I said, do you still want to do the rocking coaster? Yeah, let's go do that. So we go all the way to the other side of the park. Yeah. And we get in line. We use our fast pass. We get in line. And for those who don't know, Miles is biracial, you know, so he's darker than me. And doesn't look like me at all. And, you know. He's got curly hair. You have none. Right. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> no, Doesn't like joke. slapping him while he's down. It was a joke. But, it, I mean, it was something that Allison and I had discussed before we went down there. And so, you know, do I need to make sure that I have a note from his mother that I, he can be with me? Do I need to make sure I have his birth certificate? You know, all these kinds of things came up in the discussion. And I'm his dad. You know, if you ask him, I'm his dad. I'm the only father he knows. But... This plays a, a part in the rocking coaster because we used a fast pass, got in line, went through the whole thing. He was fine. He was acting normal. We get all the way up into our car. Dude, don't tell me. They pull the things down. They okay. check to make sure that everybody's strapped in. I'm like, all right, this is going to be so much fun. So he's not trying to weasel, weasel himself out now, is he? 
the car starts moving. <laughs> He's not finished. And Uh-oh. all of a sudden, he starts screaming, let me off, let me off, let me off. We moved about 15 feet. And you know, the rocking coaster makes a turn to right, the left. Right. So we started making this turn, and they stopped it. And one of the cast members comes running over, and Miles starts screaming, He's making me ride this! I don't want to do this! Uh, He's forcing me! Miles. I Dude, turned bright red. I'm sure I was bright red. I was so mad. So mad. Because be? everybody's staring at you. And the kid's been changing his mind all day. Right. And it would and not have point, been a big deal if we didn't go on it. I would have been totally fine with it. Okay? But... The fact that he's pulling this crap while we're on there and it's moving just infuriates me. Okay? But it gets better. They release the straps on our car so we get off. They fold them back in and the car goes. Everybody has a great time, right? Except we're standing off to the side and they have separated us by about 20 feet. Who's they? um, The cast members. Okay. And security comes down the ramp because they trigger security. Because this kid doesn't look like me, and he's telling everybody that I'm forcing him to go on this ride. Oh, jeez. So security is talking to me. Security is talking to Miles. Oh, man. And I'm telling is the security officer. Daddy, son? <laughs> well, they're asking him stuff like that. Do you know him? You know, what's really going on? Tell me is he, he said forcing yes. you? Tell me he said yes. Well, I told the security guard he's been changing his mind. You know, I'm not forcing him to go on anything. He said he wanted to. And so this officer went down and asked Miles, he said, Did you, have you been changing your mind? And Miles said, yeah. And so everything was good. The cast member came over and gave me two hard-ticketed fast passes to make up for our troubles. I was so mad, though. We, I just looked at him, and I didn't even have to say a word. He, just, he knew I was upset, and we walked right out the front of the park. We didn't do anything else. And here I had four fast passes still that we could have used for anything. You know, any ride. We could have oh. gone on Toy Story four times. Oh, yeah, that would in be a great. row. We could have done Star Tours again or Fantasmic that night because I had fast pass for it. We left and we went back to the resort. It you, was about. You didn't even go to Disney Springs. No, we did. It was about 1 30. We got, we got back to the resort to the pop at about 2 o'clock. And I said, I just looked at him i said lay down for a nap because you know it was he was having one of these days you know how kids are when you know at that age and he was asleep within minutes and uh i laid down i i was called allison and was talking to her and just telling her how frustrated by it i was and uh i laid down to take a nap And, and we both slept for about three hours and after that, you know, I told him, I said, you know, I'm just, I'm really disappointed in the way you handled it. You know, I yeah. took it and turned it into a teaching moment. I said, I don't want this to ruin our trip. Let's go have fun. And so we had, I had reservations that night at Splitsville. Yeah. And we went down to Disney Springs and, and took him over to the Coca-Cola rooftop first. And then we went over to, to Splitsville and we bowled a bunch of games and he got his sushi there. And we had a lot of fun. But I had never been so embarrassed, I don't think, in my life by what he had done. And even still, he, you know, a couple times I'll bring it up. Like, you know, I'm planning other trips for my other children. And I'll say, oh, you know, make a comment about the rocking coaster and the fast pass I have for it. And he'll just drop his head. And he, he knows that he disappointed me. And 
but he has told me that he promises next time that we're going to go on it. So, you know, maybe right. in a couple of years, I'll, I'll let him try it again. But and that coaster's got loops, too. You think he would have liked it? He, that was the thing. He kept saying the only thing he was scared about was that first loop. And I don't know if, because you go, what, zero to 63, you know, pretty quick to yeah, make that do. first you loop. Do. I don't know if he was watching that happen and getting scared as we were standing there in line, but he didn't act scared. He seemed fine. You know, he wasn't... He's like that. He's a cool, chill kid. Well, yeah, and I think maybe what it was was that the reality hit him once they strapped him in. That, right. But he wasn't going to go anywhere. You know, he's a scrawny little kid, but those things, they you can get them tight. So, you know, that, that was the excitement for the day, you know. Right. No, the lap bar. So that would concern me, the lap bars, right? Sure. So lap bars concern me with kids like his size and Colin's size. I forget what coaster we were were on, but Colin, speaking of not going anywhere, that kid did go somewhere. (laughs) He was actually coming up out of the seat. I had to keep pushing him back down because the lap bar, I think it was actually uh, Seven Dwarfs. He was slipping out of it with the Mm. turns and stuff and going up and down. Because I'm not a big guy by any means, but, you know, it's going to go up to to me and stop. But Colin, so there's a gap where Colin's sitting next to me. So it was the single bars. Because right. the mine train right. has two bars. They're separate. But I, I thought of the same thing. One goes into seven. your lap and one goes over. For seven doors? No, no, no. no. It's, it's, so each seat has its own lap. Right, right, right. So. But there's, I, and I can't think of which one it is, but it's a shared lap. That's the one we were on. See, I don't think Seven Dwarfs has that. I think Big Thunder Railroad does. Maybe it was that one then. Maybe it was that. It was a shared lap one. Maybe it yeah, was Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah, because that's a concern that I had with him too, because I'm a big yes, guy. I think it was. I think it was Big Thunder Mountain. I, it was that type of ride. Sure. You know? Yeah, I think Yeah, I think so, now that I'm really thinking about it. It's been a while. It's been a, a year. But I remember pushing him down. Like, right. I was seeing him in the corner of my eye lift up, and I'm like, oh, geez, pushing the kid down. Yeah. So beware, listeners. <laughs> Well, it was a concern I had, and I can't think of what ride it was, but there was a couple of them that were like that, where I um, I thought, geez, you know, I, I better hold this kid down. Splash Mountain, maybe was one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Which he was scared to go on the next day, too. I don't... Which I don't get. Why? I, I don't know, man. I, if I could get in the head of a seven-year-old, I'd write a book, make a million bucks, move to Disney. Now his face, though, on Seven Dwarfs is priceless. I saw that picture on Instagram. Oh, yeah. That's classic, isn't it? He's, we went on it twice because I had the extra fast passes. He swears up and down the light was in his eyes. It was the sunshine. That's I'm telling you. <laughs> no, I don't know. The sun was pretty terrifying if that was what was going on. <laughs> but we got... we. I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but we stopped, and he was like, that was the most awesome thing ever! You know, I mean, he loved it. But, I don't know. It, it It's hard to tell sometimes, I think, with kids what they're going to like and what they're not going to like. And so, you're always taking that, that chance. And since this is the first time I've ever... I mean, my other two kids, they, they've loved everything. You know, they were never like that. Never scared of anything like that. Well, I take that back. They were scared of Bug's life at Animal Kingdom. Tough to be a bug. For whatever reason, the big giant insects scared them both. But when it came to actual rides, they would go on anything. So it really is a different experience. But we had a lot of fun at Disney Springs. You know, like I said, we we went to Splitsville. I went and bought my new painting. 
That was the main yeah. reason I was like, you're not ruining going to Disney Springs because I have to get my painting. And which painting was this again? I ended up getting... Know. Yeah, I ended up buying... It's um, Ariel and... I can never think of his name. Eric. Eric. Thank you. Ariel and Eric in the boat during The Little Mermaid when you know Sebastian and everybody's singing Kiss the Girl. So I'm kind of... I've been trying to buy up the the Renaissance paintings because we've been talking a lot about those and... And so this is the second of the of the four. I I'm a little disappointed. So part of that though is is that I'm because I'm taking each kid. I'm leaving these to the kids when I pass. You know, these are something that they'll be able to remember me by. And so I'm letting each kid pick a painting. You know that they get to pick. And and he was not into it at all. He was like, I don't care. Just get whatever you want. And so I was like, okay, well that's what I'm buying then. Fine. <laughs> so, Seven-year-olds don't appreciate art in that way. I don't think. Oh, Colin, he's just turned six. He's all about it. He's all into that stuff. Yeah, but man. you hang that stuff all over his room. Does he have it all over his room? No, he doesn't. They have, more but we have it up. all over the yeah, house. Yeah, they have more hanging up in their room than than we do. We don't. I've took it all down, especially since we moved. Well, now because you're in a new house. But I will say though, well, Miles has too. So Colin loves to get in all my art supplies and sit on my stool and draw on my art table and stuff. He's always lo- had a love for that. Um, and I know you do the same thing with Miles, you know, sketching yeah. and painting and stuff. But no, Colin loves that store so much he has to touch everything. <laughs> that was a, That's a problem Miles has too. He touches it all, but when it came to actually picking something, he just, he wasn't interested. I already have one that's going to be his and it's Mickey playing baseball. Right, yeah, yeah. And me. so maybe he just thinks that's the only one he needs. I, I don't know. But the other two kids, they're they're looking forward to doing it. He loves that painting, by the way. Does he? He's, yeah, he's talked about it in class. Yeah, he's I don't let it him. hang in his room because he shares a room with his little brother, and I have to keep it kind of separated. But, but it means a lot to him. Just give does it? Up. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, it's something that I hope that all the kids will remember all the fun times we've had and and take with them to you know to their own houses. You know, that's, that's what I'm hoping to be able to just... And I'm hoping that they'll be able to take it, honestly, before I pass away. And, you know, when they move out, they, they can hang something in their house. Your kids are going to so. move out and all your stuff's going to be gone, dude. Hey, it's well, a it's reason stuff, to buy new stuff. stuff but yeah, but it's a reason to buy new stuff. Are there any really good Aladdin paintings? So, uh, Darren Wilson is the biggest artist that I collect. Or I have more of his than anybody else. He did one a few years back that I have not been able to find. It is Aladdin and Jasmine with the genie. I There are a few other artists that I'm going to want to look right at. Here yeah, that's it carpet, right there. Taking the magic carpet ride? Yeah. I, and I haven't been able to find. Listeners, if you know, please let me know. Please send us an email or text us. Uh you can reach me direct at Tim at the magical mouse.com. I don't know where people like myself who have bought these, who maybe are looking to get rid of them, sell them. I don't know if there's a, a, a secondhand market or not, but there's a few of them that I really want to buy. That I he's love done. his style. Yeah. That's what gets me too. I love the style. It's great. I mean, he's amazingly talented. So I'm waiting for my first Nick painting. <laughs> Oh, See what he's got for real. I got because. Well, I'm uh, waiting for my logo first. So I, I don't know. I, I was thinking about getting rid of for the birds, 
the Pixar short for the birds. Oh, yeah. You've seen that one that I've done, right? I've, I haven't seen any of your work. For real. For real. Of the paint. Oh, okay. And, you know, we were talking about it before, about you painting and selling on Etsy or whatever. Right. And how you're not going to do that for obvious reasons. But, you know, you can paint Disney, uh, you know, do their Disney art and sell it or get hooked up with Disney and become a Disney artist if you're good enough. Really? Yes, that's how Darren well, not, Wilson did I'm it. I'm not that good. Well, I haven't I haven't seen any of your stuff, but I have heard otherwise. Darren Wilson. Yeah, shares the same name so, as the yeah, Ferguson cop. <laughs> that sounds so familiar. Yeah, so when I Google his stuff, I have to be careful that I'm not getting, you know, all of that nonsense. Right. So you have to make sure you spe- specify Disney. But if anybody knows where you can buy that stuff secondhand, I, I'd send you some swag because I've I have not been able to find any of it. There are other artists who have done some pretty cool Lion King and Aladdin stuff. Those are the next two that I need to buy. Darren Wilson did a Lion King. It's Simba with Nala, and it's beautiful. I But neither of my kids want me to get it, so I don't, it breaks my heart. I might have to buy two next time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really want to have one from each, each right. one. So... But anyways, yeah, we had, you know, back to the, the trip, we, we had a lot of fun that night. And we went back to the resort and swam some more. That's the nice thing about staying at a place like that. that the pools are open late and, and the kids, you know, they just love it. This is, was the first trip I actually staying at the pop where I got in the pool. And I'm glad I did because it was so hot. We were so miserable this trip. I'd look forward, or you know, I'd look at the forecast as things were getting closer, and it'd get hotter by like a degree or two every day. You're like, what is this? And Saturday was dap- dapper days, and so I knew I was going to be wearing long sleeve shirt and a vest and a hat and slacks. And but that morning we woke up, and I mean, he jumped right out of bed. He was so excited. I shaved my goatee, and and we headed for the park, and. I got to tell you, it was so much fun. It really was amazing to see everybody dressed up. And, and it, it, especially on Main Street, it gave you the feeling like you were back in Walt's time. You know, at Marceline, you know, maybe oh, sure. the things that he, you know, the way people dressed. And it was, it was a blast. I did the two pop-up shows. And I, you know, Nick kind of gave me a little bit of trouble for it in jest. But it was packed. When we first got there, a lot of people dressed up, and then everybody dispensed. Everybody went their own ways, and the park was not crowded at all. But then that night, it was super packed. You know, there were people dressed up everywhere. And so, you know, for me, the moral was is that it, maybe we, because what we did was we dressed up for the morning, and then after lunch, we went back, because again, it was so hot. We went back, took a short little nap, changed, Went back to the park dressed in just regular tourism-y clothes. And everybody else was showing up at the park dressed up fully. So what time, how did that work out? You know, you're going to the park. What time would you typically take a nap and then head back? I want to say that we probably left. And and this made a difference too. Having those extra fast passes made a difference. We probably would not have gone back if I did not have them. Because there were so many things he wanted to do. Not having to stay in line allowed us time to go back we headed back it was about 1 1 30 okay. and we headed back to the park a little after four 
But it was great because we were able to do, and they screwed up. Uh, I ended up getting, oh, nice. So, yeah. Sorry, Where's that at? I'm, that's, that's my kid's bedroom before it was finished. Nice. So I paint that on the walls. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, directly on the wall. Um, I'll show you some more as you're going along. Sorry. You're wanting to see it, so. Yeah. No, that's cool. But we, uh, we they screwed up. The, um, I'm trying to think of the name, Splash Mountain kept breaking down throughout the day. Right. And so we tried going, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, for the birds, sorry. So I was wanting to give that away. Um, that's so cool. I'm not sure if I want to or not, because it's like his first painting that went in his first room ever. Right. And now that we don't live there anymore, it's kind of look at it and I'm like, that was his first room ever where he, you know, spent his first night of life. Right. You know, like in that room. But uh, I have plenty of others that I've started too with uh, uh, Up. Right. With Carl. See, those know. are my favorite, I think. The Up ones. Like, there's I'll, a Carl and Ellie. I'll show you. There's a Darren Wilson did one that, with Carl and Ellie, and they only had the original, and I was not going to spend like $6,500 for it. Right. But you just painted that behind too? his door. Yeah. That's awesome. Paint that as well. See, what are you talking about? You're not that talented. I'm really not, dude. I <laughs> sketched that with some paint right on the wall. Just with sponge. With well, the sponge. I just did that. I just I had know. some paint laying around no, and for some real, sponges. That, that's with the sponge. I, 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 literally I believe did that you. With the sponge. And that's awesome. So, yeah. Lightning Queen. He was sketching out a bunch of stuff, and then they decided to put their house up on the market, and they had to paint over all of it. Oh, right, right. So that was initially when the first one on. Yeah. Well, so you find that. Where's that at? Pop quiz. What do you mean, where's that at? Where, where else can you see Nemo? That exact same picture. Art of the animation. Yeah, the AOA. Oh. Nice. Sorry. Hey, sorry. I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh, <laughs> I totally got you off track. No, we we got back. It was like four thirty, five o'clock, and Splash Mountain had been down throughout the day, and so we missed out on a uh, a scheduled fast pass for it. And I went up there, and they gave me two paper fast passes as well. So not wow. only did I get to keep my fast pass for that that I could use throughout the day, I could use these papers for anything except for seven dwarfs or Peter Pan. And so, but we already had fast passes for, for Peter Pan. So it was great because he wanted to do the Tomorrowland Speedway and I was not going to wait like an hour for that. So I burned a fast pass over there. Then we went over and did the Incredibles dance party because it was the, um, they were ending the dance party the next night. And so we did that. We went over and did Buzz Lightyear and used Fast Passes for that. We went over and did uh, Peter Pan with Fast Passes. Then we did uh, Winnie the Pooh with Fast Passes. Then we did Seven Dwarfs Mine Train again with Fast Passes. And then we went and closed out the night with um, with Splash Mountain, where we got soaked, just absolutely drenched. And I guess, and, and maybe you guys know, but do they turn some of that water up when it's hotter outside, because you know when you come, what, Splash Mountain. Yeah, on Splash Mountain. This. Yeah, we talk about this. well, no, not part. Reservoir, but I'm talking about like some of the splashes, like the jets. Because oh. here's why, you know, when you you can come across, there's the big hill, right? Right. But there's the track that comes across over the top of that, and it's got jets that squirt and kind of you know blow over the top of you or just behind you or whatever. As we came around. It shot right, it, I mean, it nailed me right in the face. 
just right in the face. I was in the very back and I was just drenched. Miles was drenched. And then we get a little bit further up and you know there's the waterfalls. And I mean, it was like pumping water out through these waterfalls. And it just drenched us even more. And so I, it made me think that maybe oh, they turned the water know. up. I don't I don't know. I mean, it felt great. So sorry, listeners. Hold on. Tim, so I built my own animation plane. You know, the the, the different depth of perception of right. the cameras or for, the, for the actual panes, I should say. Uh, here is a test run I did of the... The beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, it's not going to load. Oh my gosh, you know the beginning scene with Beauty and the Beast? Right. And how it zooms up with the, the woods and everything. everything. So I I tried to replicate that in a rough draft. I put up on computer, I'll show you. But uh, anyway, sorry listeners. Tim asked if you want to see some of my artwork. <laughs> and here I am going crazy like a little kid showing him all my artwork. You need to put some of this up on uh, it's Instagram. On my, it's all on my Instagram account. Is it? Yeah, so you can, you can find all of this. Yeah, go through my Instagram account, man. You can find all of it. I'll have to check it out. I never, never did go back and look at any of that. You don't, you don't stalk me on Instagram. I don't stalk anybody on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. You still got that up, Vic? It's right there. <clears throat> so you drew that one? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That. Yeah. That up there. Yeah. That's your girl. Yeah, so you thought that came from Disney, right? Yeah. Because of the, the border. Well, the yeah. frame. Yeah. The frame. Yeah. You gave I, me the frame. I, I took that from my, one of my old. Sketches and just oh. to her. That's awesome. Yep. Nice man. And I can't even get a logo. No. Oh, <laughs> I'm <goes>. just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, I mean that's how we closed out the the trip was with Splash Mountain. We headed out. In the face. <laughs> yeah. Literally. And you you uh, wet yourself all the way down. You well, really? and as we were walking out, a, a couple stopped us not far from Splash Mountain. And they were like. Hey, did you just get off of that? Are you really got that wet? And I was like, yeah. I was like, this is the wettest I've ever gotten. And he was asking me all kinds of questions because they were getting, they wanted to go on it, but they didn't want to get wet because their clothes that they had just changed into, uh, they had to change into because they had gotten wet on something else. So oh. I was like, oh, poor babies. You know, really, it's like 100 degrees out and right. you're wet. You'd be dry in no time. Right. I mean, I was dry by the time I got to the front of the park. Right. Honestly. But. Yeah, I mean, we that was it. I, you know, I think that's going to be a new tradition for us is ending with Splash Mountain. That's like the third time in a row I've done that. And it just, it tends to work out well. I can hit Splash Mountain, grab myself a Dole Whip, and head out the park. So This Darren Wilson guy, I'm looking at some of his artwork. His tone is very dark. You know, uh, they're not really bright paintings. Right. Is this Shadowy, maybe. Is it... Maybe. Is it, is it, is it is it a painting? Is that what this is, or is it, or is it um, pastel? Oh, I'm pretty sure they're paintings. Okay, some of it. Does it do a variety of media? I don't or know. Medium, I mean. I just collect them. I buy them and hang them on the wall. I don't. Okay. I really don't know. I wish I knew. I've talked to him a couple times on Twitter, and uh, but no, I have. I'd love to get the guy on the like show. Like one of Mickey in a hammock, you know, with Pluto. You think it'd be nice and bright? He's at the beach, right? It's very, but it is dark. Dark, yeah. Yeah, that's we have just, one. That's just his style. I get it. We have one that's Mickey and the gang, and it hangs up over our mantle, and it's the same way. You know, you would think that it it would be bright and festive, like you're used to. Well, this you know? one's okay. You know, uh, Belle and the Beast. So I own that one. 
Okay. That one hangs in my bedroom. The infamous ballroom right. dance. Yeah, he just released that one not too long ago, I guess, as part of the you know, the movie being released. He would have a good feel for doing Dylan's. With he his, has a with few his style. He has a few like he's got a uh, a couple of stitches, and I know that he's not really necessarily a villain, but he's got a stitch. He's got an Ursula, and he has a Mad Hatter, a Mickey Mad Hatter. So this is the guy right here. Yep. Okay. Yep, that's him. So my daughter actually, she was like, "We have too many like princesses and Mickey's in the house. We need to get some villains." No, that would be cool. So I have one. It's the Hitchhiking Ghosts, but it's Perfect. the it's Donald and Goofy and Pluto maybe as Hitchhiking Ghosts outside the haunted mansion, and that one's hers. She loves the villains. They don't have too many different ones though. I, it's probably because I go so often. You know, poor no, old don't. me. No, they don't well, change them out. I agree with you. Even from year to year, when I go from year to year, the same paintings will be there. And they're limited edition, so I don't know. Do people just not buy them, or is it? I don't know, I don't know what the deal them, is. Some of them, though, are pretty pricey. It was some of them are, yeah. Now we paid, we paid quite a bit last October for one. It was not a Darren Wilson. It was a um, a Blackmore. It's magical Mickey. So look at that, the gang. That's pretty dark. Yeah. You know? Now that's one of the ones he did for the cruise line. Right. It looks like yeah. It. But, you know, we did the baby reveal last year with Magical Mickey, or whatever he is, um, Talking Mickey. We always right. call him Talking Mickey. But, you know, the theater Mickey that's right the there. Sorcerer at the Sorcerer Mickey? Yeah. Well, no, not Sorcerer. But oh, no, 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 that's right. He's the Magician Mickey. Magician right? Mickey, yeah. We did the baby reveal with him. And so I had already bought my painting for that trip, but we just happened to be over there when we were looking and there was one of him sitting in his high top chair in front of his mirror, you know, putting makeup on or whatever. And we ended up buying that to give to the baby to go along with the story because I was worried, you know, and we paid quite a bit more for that than these other ones that I pay, you know. And I, I pay several hundred dollars for these, you know, I, I but I'm, I'm not buying originals, you know. Right. But... These are prints. Yeah, they're prints um, with beautiful frames, you know. But Which is still amazes me how much it is for a print. It, you know, it, I don't you know, mind doing it, and here's why. To be honest, though, Tim, it costs nothing for a print. No, and I realize that, but I'm paying. I like to think in my mind that I'm paying for that man's talent. Right, and one the day, on that's like ten hundred thousand. Oh sure, yeah. I but percent. You know, they bring some of these guys in as private contractors. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to think a couple of their names. Um, but like Don Ducky Williams, you know, he'll come in to the Art of Animation. And he will pay like a 10% royalty to Disney right. to be there selling his paintings. And so we've bought several like that where we know that the money's going straight to the artist. What's nice about those is... And he will, especially, on the back of them, draw you something else. Oh, that's cool. And so we have several, like the Hitchhiking Ghosts. He's drawn a Mickey on the back where it says, you know, hiya pals. 
and it's i mean it's cool you stand there you're talking to the guy and he's paint you know he's drawing with a marker on the back of it so but we we paid a little bit more for that that magical mickey one because i didn't want to lose it you know it was part of that memory and that story that goes along with reveal doing the gender reveal so tell me about then i know you're wrapping up the trip here i'm switching gears on you so i apologize the Disney Blues, when you realize you're exiting that last Magic King, or that last, I should say, kingdom, on your last day of the trip, how did that feel? I don't have that anymore, if I'm being perfectly honest. Well, I did. am not sad to leave Disney, but I'm not... Cause you, but you go back, like you're... You're you're pretty much going back every month and a half, right? Yeah, I'm th- I'm there about every eight week, right at eight, seven to eight weeks. Okay, is what it's been. So I'm really lucky. In in fact, I probably go more often than some people who live down there. Right. You know, um, I I know a couple people who have annual passes that live down there, like in the Tampa area, and and they'll go like three times a year. Okay. You know, and they'll but I mean they'll stay at a resort or get a hotel or something down there. But I, I don't feel that anymore. I, and, and to be perfectly honest, I don't know that I'm going to renew my annual pass for next year. I don't know that I'm going to go down there, but maybe once or twice next year, if, if that even. So going down there so much, has it ruined it for you? I wouldn't say that it's ruined it for me. You know, one thing about taking miles this, this time was it was a completely different experience. You know, having a six-year-old that, wants to do other things that I don't want to do or eat things differently that I want to do. You know, I, I try going down for the festivals. So I went down in February for the art festival. This time was flower and garden next, you know, when I go in September, it'll be food and wine, but this time it was dapper days as well. You know, I like doing these different things and getting these different experiences so I, I I wouldn't say that it it's dampening, but you know it is different. I you know the parks are so crowded, and I've talked about this before. I just put up a bunch of crowd calendars that I've been working on since the first of the year on the website, and I compiled data from seven or eight different sources. I mean, I put a ton of work into this because a lot of times I look at crowd calendars and I think. You know, while I'm down there and think, wow, you guys are way off. You know, this is not a three, this is a five or a six or whatever it is. And I know we beat on touring plans a lot, but they're the biggest and most popular. And so I have not been happy with these crowd calendars. So I put a ton of time into these things, including touring plans. I excluded touring plans because I think their data is so skewed. Uh, You know, they have, I think that it's, Part of the reason for that is they rely on individuals like you and I to update the app. So when you get in line, you can update it. When uh, you can say you're standing in line, when you're about to get on the ride, you can say I'm about to get on the ride and it calculates that time. If you get on the ride and you don't hit that and you hit it afterwards after you're getting off, well, all of a sudden you've got an outliner. So, you know, I have... you know, part of my background is in data analytics, and so I've done a lot of this kind of work. And I, I just don't think that they're as reliable when it comes to their actual crowd calendars. So I excluded them, but I did use other 
sources. And I did pull data straight from Disney. There are, are ways to get that information that, that, you know, that are legal, that Disney releases it. And so, um, you know, to like schools and institutions and stuff for case study work and, and whatnot. And since I'm still affiliated with SLU um, from when I was working on my Ph.D. in analytics, okay, I had access to some of that stuff. And so I have been pulling all these numbers and running them through. And the point I'm getting at is, and, and if you want to see the calendars, they're on the website now. Um, feel free to use them. Uh, they go all the way into next year. Themagicalmouse.com. Yep, themagicalmouse.com. Um, but the, the reason I'm bringing this up is because the, the parks are so crowded that I, I almost feel like you have to go down there and plan a two-week vacation in order to do everything that you want to do. Like there's just so much to do and so many people trying to do it that you can't fit everything in. And so that's one of the reasons why I've been a proponent of raising the prices. Yes, I would take fewer trips down there every year if they raise the prices, but I might enjoy those trips a little bit more. You know, if it wasn't for these fast passes, these free fast passes I got, I wouldn't have been able to go on four different things with miles. You know, it may have been two and we would have stand, stood in line forever. Right? I, I don't miss it when I leave. You know, I was really disappointed with the pop. I, I let each of my kids pick where they wanted to stay this, you know, for their trips this year. And I told them they could pick a value or a moderate. I wasn't going to take them to a deluxe. You know, I saved those for the wife and I. Every single one of them said, I want to stay at the pop. I want to stay at the pop. That's fine with me. I love the pop. If I'm picking a value, I'm the pop all the way. With, you know, the construction going on. At some of the moderates, pop was fine. Well, I stayed at Art, or I'm sorry, at All Star Sports in February. Okay, and so this time I'm comparing All Star Sports to Pop. And one of the biggest problems I had at the Pop is that you can't buy a beverage inside the store. You have to buy it over where all the food is. So I can't go get off the bus grab myself a quick soda, and head to the room, you know, a bottled soda, right? I can't do that without going and getting in line for all that food and paying with all the, the food customers, right? At the All-Stars, you can go straight into the gift shop. They have coolers there. You can grab a couple bottles or a two-liter or whatever and then head to your room. Well, as an annual pass holder, I get a discount on all of that stuff. If I buy a souvenir... I get 20% off. If I buy a bottle of soda at the park, I get 20% off. If I buy a bottle of soda at the All-Star Sports in their gift shop, I get 20% off. If I buy a bottle of soda, the same bottle, at the pop in the uh, the food court, I have to pay full price. That now, is weird. They take tables in Wonderland cards, but that doesn't give you a discount on the soda. So had I known that, and I had I bought a couple sodas that, uh, not sodas, but like lemonades or an iced tea or whatever, I had bought those at the park and carried them back with me that first night from Epcot. So I got the discount. So I did not need anything until that second night that we were there. Had I known that, I would have saved 20% by buying it 
at the park before we got on the bus, before we went all the way back, before Miles is saying, hey, can I have something to drink? You know, it's little things like that that just really piss me off and make me not want to go to Disney anymore. 20% may not sound like a lot, but 20% on a $3.50 soda is a lot. And they add up. Every third one is about free. You know, every about third soda comes out about free. And so it really was, you know, it's those kinds of things well, where they nickel and dime you. It probably made you upset because it was only at that location that you can't get it, right? Well, like, you're probably furious or irate because everywhere else you can get this 20%, but the place you're staying or that you chose to stay at, right. you cannot. And that's probably the... So that's part that of That made you upset, right? I mean, versus the savings. But it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Now I know... Pop but that's where Disney gets you, though. You know, Disney is already really expensive. You know, each of these trips is costing me, conservatively... Three three thousand dollars, right? Sure. By the time I fly down there and I'm buying souvenirs Ooh, and, that's cheap. And, that's, and everything, that's conservative, yeah. Well, but I mean, we're talking four days, okay? Okay, four days, and that's having an annual pass. Okay, okay. okay so I'm it. not buying extra park tickets for me. I know. Also, at the pop, Tim, uh, they don't allow military discounts at all either. Just to give you a heads up, well, because I've tried staying there two years in a row. And they say, nope, don't. Is don't that where you guys, no, you guys are staying at All-Star Music? We have to stay at All-Star Music this time. We wanted to stay at, at Pop. But, um. Were they excluded on the dining plan? No, remember. Oh, I that's right. Didn't they didn't get were up booked. at 3.30 in the morning and they were booked. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It makes me, <laughs> I don't have that pass, so I don't have to worry about that. But I was going to comment on something you said before. I don't have the Wonderland pass. Well, I did thought you, about getting tables in Wonderland. Why? I did ask why, and they okay. said that it was because that it that it was the food court. That was the only reason that she would give me. Well, that because we're in the food any, court. That make any sense. I said, but if if I was over there buying it, I'd get it. Yeah, but we only take tables in Wonderland. This is the food court. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense at all. And it's not the point that I'm missing out on seventy cents. You know. It's the fact that... Yeah, let's make that clear, because I don't want the listeners thinking it's because of the money. No, I mean, when you go to Disney, right. like, when I go to Disney, I fully expect to pay $3 for a soda. It's the principle. You know, it's the principle of the of the thing. You know, there there are certain things... I, I don't know how if you guys have ever been to, uh, what is it, Holiday World up in Ohio or wherever it is. I don't know. It, it's like a Six Flags. Right. No, I know okay. what it is. I've just never been there. And they give you free soda. Now, what does a what does a a can of soda, a cup of soda cost? You know, I mean, it's a soda fountain. But what does that cost? A buck. You know, is it even that much? A buck twenty five depends where you go. Ten cents plus the cup. Oh, you mean like for what's them. the actual cost? Okay, got the, it. Cost to the vendor. They also you know? give away free sunscreen, just in case you were wondering. Right. Disney doesn't do anything like that. Nothing. I'm excited because I got three fast passes. World of Showcase. Or I mean the. Uh, the Coca-Cola. You can drink all the Beverly you, you want. Yeah, but that's all soda you want. But that's not a Disney thing. That's a Coca-Cola thing. Yeah. You know, Coke's just given that to them. So, you know, it's not the fact that I'm spa- I'm paying paying 70 cents more there you for go, a take drink. Take your Coke bottles and but, fill it up there. Well, you know, it's so bad that you go to like Disney Springs and there are RFIDs in a paper cup so that you can't get refills at a, at a machine. Oh yeah. So, so I can't get a single refill without paying two dollars more for a soda. 
Like, it's just absurd to me. They do it like that, though. You know, they're not hurting for money, right? I mean, we had a story, I don't know, earlier in the week or last week when it was, but, you know, earnings reports came out. Now, I own Disney stock. I don't know about you guys, but I own Disney stock. And Disney stock has been increasing off the backs of Beauty and the Beast and Guardians of the Galaxy, right? The first quarter earnings came out, and they beat expectations. Well, why in the world would Disney give anything away for free when people are willing to pay for it? Okay, I agree. I'm with you. You know, I'm as much of a capitalist as anybody else. But if you're offering something everywhere else except for one location, I have a problem with that. You just didn't get a good response. There's got to be a solid reason why. Is there, you think? I mean, seriously? It's got. It's got to be. Is it because you can buy other things over there that you wouldn't be able to buy at, at another some, gift shop? It's got to be some silly policy. I, I, I bet you it breaks down to some silly policy. And they but is it silly policy it. like the fact that they don't take military discount there? I don't you know? know. I don't know. I don't know. See, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. You're talking about twenty feet's worth of difference. So if I could go to that cooler and then walk back over to the gift shop, but you know, I learn from that. Next time, you know, I'll be there in three weeks. I won't be using, you know, I won't go in there to get a soda, right? And I'll ask you when I run into you. Did you get your soda? <laughs> and he'll say, Wait. "What do you think? Where are you staying?" Uh, I am at All Star. Yeah. So I'll just come over and visit you there and you buy go. my sodas. There you go. Buy buy the soda from my place. Right. That's awesome. So, but it's things like that that make me grow a little tiresome of, of the place. You know, um, one thing that they've done is, and we've talked about it, is they've moved security around. So when we got to, we got there the first day. So this turned in from a trip review to a bitch session. Well, no, we're doing a good, bad, and ugly. Oh, this is the ugly. So Vicky's putting her hand on her head now. This is the ugly part of the okay. trip. Um. You know, they've moved security. And especially at the Magic Kingdom, it's noticeable. So when you get right off, you get off the bus, it's right there. Well, because we had problems and we could not get to Epcot, we had to go to the Magic Kingdom. So we take a bus to the Magic Kingdom. We walk. You cannot get on the monorail without going through security. We went through security. And I had a backpack because we had just gotten off the plane, right? So I had my backpack. We go through security. I head up to the monorail. Take the monorail. It breaks down twice. We get to the TTC. We have to change trains or monorails. We get on the other monorail. It takes us to Epcot. We get off. And what happens? We have to go through security again. So I spend 20 minutes in line at the Magic Kingdom going through security because it's packed. And there's thousands and thousands of people trying to go through. Yeah, but you had to switch monorails. So anyone could have... So here's what I'm asking. Here's what I'm wondering. Because I thought we had read this. But there's no security at the TTC. Right. Hence, that's why there's security when you get off the monorail. At Epcot. Well, it wasn't once we got off the monorail, necessarily. It was just at the gates to get into epcot sure right so 
you had left that secure zone. It's kind of like church. If you leave the secure zone, then you have to get rechecked. Right. And so that added another 25 minutes to us getting in. Sure. And so it's it's the the thoughtlessness. So might as well just have taken a bus. Well, except the buses weren't running. Right, right, right. So it's the thoughtlessness in all of that. That, you know, certain things like that that just don't make sense. Got it. Right. You know. So overall, it was a good trip. I mean, any trip to Disney is better than being home, right? True. And so. This is true. The couple true. complaints I have are, you know, I'm they're crazy. really childish. 30 cents on a soda. Yes. 70 cents, 70, Nick. 70 cents. 35 cents plus 35 I'm not, cents. I'm not doing my, uh, my first he grade math. He teaches first grade. Oh, oh, oh. So you should know this. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. It was fun, though. I love Miles. I love spending time with him, having, you know, guys time. You know, his first plane ride, his, his first, you know, going on soaring for the first time and being petrified and. You know, throwing daddy under the bus for the first yeah, time. Yeah, throwing me under the Well, that wasn't the first time he's throwing me under the bus, but probably <laughs> won't be the last either. Oh, I was so embarrassed. What the, what Disney cops? What can they do, though? That is. The Disney popo. Dude, what if they would look at you and be like, dude, this clearly is not your son? Well, because I don't look like him. I know, that's and, what I was saying. What are you going to do? I mean, I don't know, because like I said, we talked about it, but I didn't take a birth certificate and I didn't take a letter from his mother. I mean. Right. But of course, at that point, I was probably—I probably would have been like, "He's yours, man." But they could still <laughs> link that um, your reserv- that you made the reservation with him. That they could see that in well, some yeah. way he was with you. So hopefully, they would. Well, and he's over there, like, "Well, my dad made me go." You know what I mean? Like, he's calling me dad, right? While he's talking, he didn't think it negatively. through. This bald guy is not <laughs> right. making me go on this plan, this ride. He learns that in second grade, I guess. <laughs> not in my class. Anyways, yeah. Well, I was just going to say something, as you said, about going on the short trips and not being able to get everything done. And and that is exactly why we take the long trips, so that we can have that time to enjoy it and not have to feel like we're, like Nick, running a marathon sometimes. Because the whole point of that trip is for us to have some kind of vacation and downtime. And so... Well, it was one year ago, right now, Allison and I were on our honeymoon trip, and we were staying at the boardwalk. And it's sucks because i see the facebook posts you know one year ago you were doing this you know and we were there for 10 days and i felt like that was too long you know i was like we've done everything we wanted to do and you know we we're tired and exhausted so i don't know that i because because with these short trips we don't run around doing everything i don't know if it's the combination of you're there with that kid for that period of time. And so you want to do a lot with that kid. Cause I want to give them that one-on-one time. I want them to remember this experience for the rest of their life, you know, and cherish that time they had with their dad. When I take my son next month, he turns 17 while we're down there. Well, I may not ever have another opportunity like this to take him on a trip. And so I think we're going to be there six days you know, I extended his trip. I was able to without it costing me a bunch of money. But I want to have these trips with each kid. I just, I can't afford it. Well, and I don't have the vacation time either. Right. You know, where I can do 
a week to 10 days with each one. I mean, I've got five kids and a wife who wants to go do stuff. She's been very you know? patient, by the way. Well, she's going to go down there and Allison, stay with if me. You're listening, I, I tell you this all the time. I don't know how you do it. All those kids, man. I only have a child, and I feel like I'm running late every single day. She, I tell you what, every day is Mother's Day for her. I don't know how she does it either. One kid, I'm a day late, dollar short every time. Yeah, it's hard. I, God bless her. Well, thank you so much, Tim, for wrapping up your trip review. And you're going back and just like me, it's like 36 days. Let's see. My counter says, let's pop it up on my my phone. Mine's 36. So, yeah, 39 for me, buddy. So I'm getting there just a few days after you are, but we'll be there at the same time. I can't believe how that worked out, honestly. We didn't, and listeners, we did not plan this. We did not talk to each other. Because I planned mine way before you. At all. Like, it just, it just kind of happened that way. It's fate. Yeah, it's fake. Stars aligned. Yep. I only have 221 days left. So do you want to share that cupcake and take the bite at the same time? (laughs) We could do that. Put a I think you need to do the spaghetti at Tony's. Oh, there we go. I think I'm going to shave, actually. Are you really? I'm going to be back down for dapper days in the fall, but I think I got plenty of time for it to grow back. Last week, you didn't have the the part on the chin. It was just the mustache. Yep. The goatee. It's finally growing back a a little. Full goatee. A little Rogaine on the chin. Well, (laughs) put some on top of your head. It doesn't work up there. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried. Wrong head, Vicky. Well, listeners, thanks again so much for listening to that number one podcast that entertains our space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. As always, check out our friends at themagicalmouse.com. Bring you some magic wherever you may be. And check out our link, mousecapadespodcast.com. Where you can check out the radio link and all the authentic music from Disneyland, Disney World Resorts, rides, and so on. So, listeners, Tim, Vic, I think it's about that time. Thanks again, Tim, for coming up. Peace. And love. Hakuna Matata. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades Podcast. Brought to you by our friends at TheMagicalMouse.com. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. At MousecapadesPodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Hakuna Matata. And have a magical day.